Welcome to the Tangent Sisters, a podcast for besties who love to rant on almost everything. Today we are ranting about how we met in crazy college stories and bad roommates. I'm Carla. And I'm Corey. So Tangent Sisters, grab a drink, come sit on the couch, and let's get into it. Are you having to hold it? Yeah. I'll buy a stand. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's why I'm so close now. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on out here. All right, Tangent Sisters. So, Corey and I met in college. Yeah, so... The way we went to an HBCU college, historically black college, university, and the way that I remember us meeting, I technically was a sophomore stationed in the incorrect dorm, the freshman dorm. And she'll never let us live it down. (laughs) Look, as much work that I put... I wasn't, though. I mean, I literally have been going to college. When you spend a lot of your high school career literally going to college classes at the local university or the local community college, spending all that money, putting all that hard work in, then the summer previously before I met you, going to college. You should enter in a small violin. (laughs) That's a lot of work. It's a little violent. I mean, okay. When it comes down to credits and stuff, I was a sophomore, which is why I was in the wrong dorm, which is why eventually I got moved. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, so, in my mind, this is how we met. My roommate <laughs> at the time um, was best friends with Corey's roommate. They were best friends um, from back home from high school and they decided to go to the same college together. Um, So after meeting my roommate, becoming friends with my roommate, she obviously naturally introduced me to her best friend from home, which happened to be Corey's roommate. So in turn, it was like, oh, this is my best friend. And you know, I get to meet the best friend's roommate. And that's how I met Corey. We all kind of just formed an automatic friend group, did things around campus together. Um, But Corey and I just became closer, just kind of had more of a a bond. And that continued to this day. Yeah. I would say that's pretty much – I think we got closer – probably second semester more than like first semester from what I can like recall. Like we hung out, we'd always come up, but I think the dorm switch had things to do with it. But like second semester, two peas in a pod. I would agree with that. And I also think like by the time uh, second semester, because I know 
you also had a friend. That yeah, I had my knew, best friend. Yeah, from high school that from like you guys came to the same college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think by the time second semester came, it seems like my roommate um, and her best friend, they weren't necessarily as close that semester as they were first semester. So, and then your roommate, she was just doing some crazy shit. So when and we're we going to call her Jessica, together. by the way. <laughs> Jessica. Your maid, Jessica, Jessie girl. She was doing some crazy shit. Um, and crazy. I think by the time we all, like, witnessed it and saw it. And it was just, like, Jessica slowly, like, we stopped doing things with her. Like, oh, Cause she's lame. Lame. <laughs> get food from the cafeteria oh you can't because you are having, having phone sex on the phone with your boyfriend <laughs> you can kind of hear this okay. podcast is going with bad roommates here. Um, you you go have your phone sex we will go grab some food because we're hungry like that type of shit so yeah I she never did anything I don't think role. she really did anything first semester her biggest what do they say these days <sighs> Oh, I'm so old. I don't know, but her biggest thing, flex, that's it. Her biggest flex at TSU was she had a car. So, like, yeah. she could take us to Walmart. That, which was a big deal. Like, yeah, definitely yeah. need to fucking go to Walmart and shit. That was definitely a big deal for her to have a car. But, but guess what? I, I didn't need her for that. I just made friends. I was going to say, like, I don't remember her, like, driving. Like, I think she took us one time. I know for sure one time. I think that's like right in the beginning. But then, I mean, other than that, like honestly, like her car was used for her weekend trips to do Detroit. whatever she wanted to do, which is it's fine, you know, it's her car, whatever. She's not obligated. To, she technically wasn't obligated for us, but she had to tell her parents where to go. I mean, Neither here nor there. Um. <laughs> if my kid is in college and they have a car, I want to know where the fuck they're going. They technically are adults. Then they technically can pay for that card note and technically don't ask me for money for fucking gas and technically can pay the motherfucking insurance and technically when they get a motherfucking ticket, they can motherfucking pay for that shit they motherfucking self. Did you have a car in college? I did. Did you pay for that car note? I didn't have a car (laughs) note. I paid for my car and I paid for my gas. Well, never mind then. I mean, <laughs> so did I, but this is neither here nor there. Back to it. We're not talking about us. <laughs> exactly. We're talking about other people. But anyways, so yes, we met in college, had a grand time. That second semester at TSU was quite memorable. I think that's why we became so close, because of all the fun memories we made. I would argue that I feel like our, I mean, we were close, but I feel like what really solidified our friendship came after that because yeah. you guys weren't there that long. And the amount, like, I feel like most of our friendship has obviously been after college. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the that, best long distance relationship I've ever had. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the stuff that we went through afterwards, like in our personal lives and shit individually and then it still ended up kind of being very similar helped solidify our yeah. soulmateness. I would definitely say because we 
almost have the same past, different up or same upbringing, say different past, but it all worked out so we could understand each other. I don't know. It just for me, it worked. If that makes so, tell me what your best or worst memory is from college. And it doesn't have to include me. It can. It doesn't have to. Whatever. Just in general. Let's see. We'll go with. Hmm. Well, I'll let you tell the Patrick story. Um, You know what the best one? One of the best one was when we were at John. Was it John Henry? I think it was John Henry. Whatever club it was. We had. So at TSU, they have these like sorority and fraternity weeks and i'll never forget we went to one party it was damn near naked this heifer here decides to be fully clothed at the damn near naked party but then the party next uh, next day she's like half naked even the security guard had to pat her down what was the theme for do you remember the theme for the second one i don't think there was a theme i thought because it was the same week or was it maybe it it was the same week just like a separate yeah it was the same week but separate day her pockets were out of her shorts. She looked like she belonged at the night before party. And the security guard still had to ask, like, I'm, I don't even know if you could have emptied your pockets. And I think you even said, I have nothing in Yeah, I was like, pockets. I can't empty my Like, you literally see everything that's in my pockets because I have no pockets. And like, I think the shirt you're wearing you know. was barely. I'm like, girl. And you're like, I know. Really? You do? But I think that was like one yeah, of our. I remember. I remember right before. And that you were party, so like, cold. I was, but it was it's fine. I remember right before that party, um, like being in my dorm room, like I, I think there were pants originally that I didn't want anymore, um, and so like cutting them up to make them shorts and making sure like the pockets stuck out. So I didn't accidentally cut the pockets. Well, you did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. To hold that ID that we never used. (laughs) Thank you very much. You're welcome. What about a story for you? So, the story that is not necessarily a good story, um, but like the story that sticks out for me was um, so, like I said, like I technically was a sophomore by credit or whatever the fuck you want to by school standards, by these school standards, I was a sophomore and I should have been in a different dorm. And so, like I said, I, we had been, my family on the back end had been going back and forth with the school to rectify that um, the entire time that I was there. So then one morning I remember waking up and, um, and at the freshman dorm, they had like the community bathrooms where the bathrooms are like in the main hall and there's like the showers and the stalls in the bathrooms. So I remember waking up one morning, getting ready to go use the bathroom or something. And there was a used condom on my door. There was semen inside of the condom, blood on the outside. I remember grabbing like paper towel, like 
taking it off with my Lysol spray, spraying that shit, like, the entire outside of the fucking door. Um, I remember telling my roommate, we were both, like, fucking disgusted, and then telling my family about it, like, not, I was just telling them, like, oh my god, like, listen to this disgusting story, and my family was pissed and called the school, and I think, like, the next week, I got moved to the different dorm, but, um, yeah, like, that's, like, one of the more, it's disgusting as fuck, but very memorable things. Ugh. Yeah, I remember waking up to that on my doorknob, too. But, oh. It sounds like it's a fucking epidemic. At the zoo. Like, which is what they call their dorm. Here's my thing, like, do what you're gonna do, right? You're in college, you're 18, 19, you know, and older, Enjoy yourself. Have fun. I'm glad that you're using protection. But whatever guy you're with, or maybe it was the girl, I don't know. But, like, put that shit in the trash can in your room. Like, why are you, like, walking down a hallway putting used condoms on people's people's doorknobs? That's It makes you wonder, like, so if it happened to your door and our door, how many other doors were there that were affected? That day. How many that day? Or how many throughout the years that before have been us, there. after us? Like still going <laughs> on. Like, that's fucking gross. I don't um know. I'll go on to my lovely roommate. I'll never forget after a night of going out, you know, sad part is I had found out my grandfather had passed away. And then I get a phone call. From my roommate's mother telling me or asking me why I'm not letting her use my laptop. She went and told on me because I wouldn't let her use the laptop. Now, granted, there are commu- at this college, they had like a community computer room, you know, so you could just go there to do your work if you didn't have a laptop. I couldn't remember why her laptop wasn't working or if it broke or whatever the case may be. But because I didn't let her use my laptop, she told mommy on me. And mommy had to have a call and ask why I wouldn't let her use my laptop. You know what I like never like have understood about that situation is like my my roommate was her best friend. Like her mom knew my roommate. Like, they had been best friends since Before high school. Before we even got in the I don't picture. Know if they yeah, like, so if, for the moment, if her computer was broken, why would she not go to her best friend and be like, hey, because by, the, I mean, you're not her best friend. Y'all didn't have that close. Hell no. Oh, my God. Relationship. Hell no. Like, why would she not go to her best friend and be like, hey, can I use your computer? If, like, I don't want to go to the library. I don't want to go to the computer lab. I don't want to do all this other shit. Oh, my God. Like, and then we shared TVs together. I got so many stories. We shared TVs together. She <laughs> knew every fucking episode of the Cosby's. Every episode. Do you understand what I'm saying? She would watch it all the time. Did she see an episode think, where he, like, was roofing, like, the women? Did she probably. watch that Maybe she was roofing. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But all I know 
and said she, I just wanted to watch some Flavor of Love. You know, see me some Flavor Flav. Some real world. Cosby. That's how you know. That's how you know how fucking old we are. You're like, Flavor Flav? <laughs> flavor Flav? Watch some Rev, watch some Rev Run. <laughs> Not Rev Run in the bathtub with his inspirational <laughs> notes. On the fucking like, was it like a sidekick or like little? Yes, li- on the sidekick. Or is it like on his BlackBerry? I think it was the no, it was the BlackBerry. The BlackBerry with the bubbles and the bath. You know, shit. Also, I know we all shed. She had hair at our sink, hair in the dishes near the sink that she wouldn't want to wash for days. Like even when I had cleaned the room and we had a broom. And we each had like rugs in front of our bed and I would sweep them. There was so much hair. Like I've never seen so much hair come from a person before. And it was everywhere. It was just disgusting. The worst. Sorry. But yeah. It was every like if you had dishes and you know you're brushing your hair at the sink, the hair would fall in the dish. So you'd have to wash your dish right away. And because she would just let it pile sometimes, her hair would be like all mixed in it. So then when you're washing your dishes at the sink, it would just be everywhere. I sometimes ended up washing like brushing my teeth in the actual bathroom because there's just so much hair. That sounds <laughs> amazing. That sounds beautiful, poetic disgusting i love it no no thank you (laughs) no thank you so let's talk about the infamous i don't know if it's infamous whatever oh it's infamous in my book (laughs) let's talk about the infamous patrick story and obviously Patrick is not this person's real name. What is this person's real name? I fucking do not know. Who like, knows? <laughs> they've been I Patrick couldn't even since. point him out in a lineup. We were today. if he had a pink shirt on, I think I would be like, Oh, that's probably him, but then I probably would be wrong. I think that's the only reason why we call this person Patrick is I probably the pink. Him Patrick because you it did. sounds like some shit that I You know. did. Because I think you even called him Patrick that night. I don't even think you called him the real name. I think you called him Patrick. That's, because that's literally like what I do. Like I'll see something or something about a person and it just um like I don't know, it's like a word association, like, oh, what's the first thing that came to mind? Like, oh you have this pink shirt on, so first thing that comes to mind is SpongeBob and Patrick. Like so I'm calling you Patrick. I think you did end up calling his friend Spongebob, but he wasn't <clears throat> amused. I don't think the Patrick guy was amused either, but I don't know what else to call you. Like, I'm sorry. Um, Like, I don't even, I just, this is what I remember about that. I remember you being like, you asking me and my roommate to, and I think by this time, like, she was, like my former roommate, but I'll continue yeah, to say my roommate. Yeah, I think you were living over at the new, yeah. new dorm. Um, so you're asking me and my roommate, like, if we wanted to go. I don't remember if it was like to a party or just like to some guy's house with you. And we obviously all ended up going. And my roommate um, was like, 
don't go with her. She's a bad influence. Mm. Mm. Okay. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Um, I just remember, like, going over there, and it was a lot of drinking and using of a bong. Um, it was a fun time, all in all. Devil's Super water. drunk. Yeah. Very, very fun night. I remember, like, some, someone was, like, drinking all of the alcohol and not telling other people. No, 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 no. Like, here's... Yes, that's exactly no, this is what, what I happened. Remember. Sure. But this is what I remember. Like, sure, Jan. <laughs> I remember, like, I don't know if it was their roommate or something, but I remember, like, some other guy... Like, they had, like, people, like, were coming, like, in and out. And then, like, some other guy came. And then I just remember sitting there, like, intoxicated as fuck. And he was sitting there fucking arguing with me. I didn't even know what the fuck we were arguing about. But I remember being, like, I'm drunk. Like, why are you arguing with a drunk person? And we are just going back and forth. And I'm assuming that he was sober. The best thing out of the whole night was her roommate or ex-roommate slash friend calling my roommate <laughs> and leaving her like the infamous voicemail that's the best thing oh and her walking a straight line because she couldn't walk it when she was sober yeah when she was sober she like could not walk a straight line but drunk she could definitely walk a straight line the voicemail was like her so we me and Corey thought that my roommate was on the phone actually talking to this dead ass thought she was talking she had like a did not realize she was leaving a voicemail until after the fact and then so she's like i don't care that you're fucking your boyfriend and like just going off and me and carla like look at each other like (laughs) i like this part like i like her where's this she needs to come out and we find out it's a voicemail I was like, like oh. you you weren't just like cussing her out like over the phone like you just cussed her voicemail out like okay you know what though till this day I would have loved to see the reaction hearing that voicemail me too like I mean honestly if the shoe were on the other foot and like somebody left me a voicemail like that like out the blue going the fuck off on me as if they're like actually talking to me like mm-hmm. I'll be like what the fuck is this shit this bitch and didn't they go on to be like normal that day yeah <laughs> yeah they did awkward and then I also remember that night they had like a Bob Marley room oh my god yeah I remember the Bob Marley room cause that's mm-hmm. the room we were in when she the next day happened <laughs> Yeah. And then Good you times. talking to your anatomy partner too on the phone. Oh yeah. Got to learn that anatomy by any means necessary. <laughs> by any means necessary. Yeah, that so, was like the best time. Yeah. Let me ask you a question though. Mhm. Okay, so this is going to be a would you rather question. Oh, God. Would you rather 
catch your roommate masturbating to porn on your bed or have your roommate get drunk and pee on the stove so every time you use the stove afterwards it smells like hot piss the second one you want to smell hot piss every time you i would not want her on my bed no thank you but you can like wash your sheets and stuff it's just the image can't get that out of your head you could clean a stove really good for it to not smell like hot piss That's easy. All right, another one. Okay, another what about one. you? Which one would you rather? Masturbation. Clearly the masturbation, because that's what you're yeah. going for. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good I, on that. I could, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, hopefully you're, like, not. What if she just, has something, and it's just, like, now it's, like, crept in. <laughs> and, you know, what if, like, she was using your laptop, and she was touching them keys? I guess mm-hmm. I'm calling my parents. I'm like, hey, my laptop fell out of the window, <laughs> like eight stories up. How did the, I don't know how that happened. Don't ask. Okay. I had to burn my sheets. I I need new sh- everything. No, I'm good. I, I'll take don't, the hot piss on the stove. Don't ask. I will clean it. Clean it and clean it. Mm-hmm. I would be fucking throwing up every time we fucking turn the stove on. Or... I guess I'm just not cooking anymore. Fuck that shit. Like, I'm just ordering. <laughs> like, like, either eating at somebody else's place or going. Maybe I have a, a friend that has, like, a stove. Or if I'm running an apartment, I'll straight up say, something wrong with this stove. I need a new stove. Just fucking take a bat and just bash it in. All the eyelets broke. They don't work. I don't know what to tell you. It's gas. gas so, I have a, another one for you. Okay. Would you rather... Um, have a roommate so drunk that they projectile vomit on you, your bed, their bed, and the carpet, and then when they sober up, they refuse to clean it, or have a roommate so drunk that they pee on the bed, but you guys have bunk beds, they're on the top bunk, so they in turn pee on you. Where the hell are you getting these from? Can I say neither? No, you have to pick one. Um, I guess pee on me because I can't do vomit. <laughs> okay, R. Kelly. <laughs> I can't do vomit because then I'd be vomiting. I can't do vomit. I can't do vomit. I can just like see you fucking <laughs> cleaning up the vomit or like waking up to like this warm vomit. No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't. I can't. They just can't do it. No. At least, like, from the mattress, it'll be drip, drip, and I'll be like, what is that? And I can wake them up. But vomit? Projectile vomit? No, I'm good. Okay, which one would you do? First one or the second one? Um, I would rather. No, I don't. So I'd rather you piss on me. Okay, R. Kelly 2.0. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine, like, if they got in the bunk bed and they laid, like, under your face instead of being? Oh, my God. That would be fucking gross. 
That's disgusting. Can we not do no more any of these disgusting? Oh <laughs> no, there's more. There's more. Oh, oh my god! But <laughs> so this after our <laughs> after our first year together at the HBCU, my roommate Corey, Corey's roommate, they all decided to leave. You're fucking hoe ass bitches and <laughs> left. <laughs> they left. Um and I left her, I thought good hands. <laughs> you thought wrong. <laughs> uh, okay. They left. So tell us about your college experience at your okay. other college. We'll just say my colleges White colleges have nothing on HBCUs. Let me just tell you, like, I think I remember calling you and telling you, like, I didn't even know when homecoming was. I think, like, one of the conversations we had, I asked, like, oh, when's your homecoming? I think it was, like, around October-ish back then. This is all so long ago. Yeah. It's still around October at that school, too. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know when homecoming was. And I think it might have been that week or, like, the following week, or I might have missed it. Those are one of three options, but it was not advertised like it was at TSU. Like TSU, you yeah. Know if you are, yeah. If you're not familiar with like an HBCU and how they do homecoming, homecoming is a huge deal at HBCUs. Um, it's it's a very big deal. A lot of alumni come out. People who never went to the school come out to celebrate. It's like a week long. Of partying, celebrations. Cele- yeah, celebrations. Um, obviously the football game, but yeah, I mean it's just it's a huge deal. So it's very well advertised. Yeah, like there's a parade. There's it's literally like even if you don't want to drink, there's activities to do. There's literally something to do for everybody. I mean, even just like concerts for us, even like throughout the campus, there was always something for us to do at TSU. So I went after I left her, Big Ten. So I thought it was going to be like a whole different culture. Granted, I didn't know anybody, nobody outside of my roommate. I met her like the first week of like they had like fresh or not freshman, but it was like orientation weekend. So like I got to meet my roommates. Let's just say different. Like at TSU, the dorms were separate. So you had all girl dorms, all boy dorms. And then I think, wasn't it, like, the honor dorm was co-ed, I think? And it was all co-ed. That was, like, a huge eye-opener. So it didn't matter what. It was all co-ed. But, like, homecoming, didn't even know. I think it was the Badgers versus the Gophers game. That was the homecoming game. But there was nothing really advertised. Like, the frat houses were all the way on the other side that I know of. I just saw all the frat houses when I would go to the vet side. I would see, like, them all lined up. And, you know, at TSU, you could go to all the clubs. Had It was pretty much clubs for the college campuses. That is not how it worked. Like, going to a club, like, you literally had to be 21 to get in the bars. I think they had, like, a couple of the clubs that could get into. I got into but, like, my roommate was 21. So, you have a 19-year-old and a 21-year-old. Partied. Totally different. Um, so, I got to party with, like, white people, which is 
totally different than what I've been used to for a whole year. And I lived with a white person, which was totally different than what I used to. And I was like, well, maybe this will be a different, like, roommate experience. But no, it definitely was not. Um, She definitely got me into some bars because she knew people because she was a little bit older, which was kind of nice just to kind of experience and be able to go out with her. Um, but she liked to bring rando people home, like in our apartment, because in Florida we got to have like an off-campus apartment that was included in the tuition. So she brought like random people into our apartment all the time at night, all the time. And because I didn't know many people, you know, I made more friends like off-campus with my off-campus job. It was just a weird, weird experience compared to like TSU. I think I would even call Carla and I'd tell her about some of the random crap that would be going on up there. So overall, um, with your experience at the HBCU and uh, non-HBCU, which one do you feel like you enjoyed better? HBCU, hands down. Why? It was like the culture, the experience. Um, I think I was able to, you know, you make more friends eat not saying like you need friends, but you need, you were able to make the friends easier. The classes were more compact. So like you were able to be like, oh, we all need a group session or study session. It was a lot easier. I mean, one of my classes, in, I think had like 75, like you see those auditorium classes in the movies. That was my biology class. Like it was huge. You could miss a whole week and your teacher wouldn't even know. I don't even think That's they care. That's how my anatomy class was though. Like it was like an auditorium. Well, I had tiny classes. I was ag science. Like I had, like our classes probably had 20 people in them. Oh, I had some, like my anatomy class probably had like 50 people in it. Um, Then there was like another class um, that was also like in an auditorium setting as well. But then I did have some very intimate classes. Yeah, like I mean, like most of my classes at TSU because I was ag science were tiny I think it was like 2015 like my teacher knew who you were like that's it maybe psychology but everything else was huge and it was like just harder I think to like get around know people I mean my campus was on in two different cities at least like TSU it was you were just there like you can get anywhere you know um true because even though they had like a downtown campus they still had I don't know if they do now but I know at the time they did have like a shuttle to take people to the downtown campus Mm -hmm. if you needed to go down there but you had a shuttle they had a shuttle from like the main U of M campus to St. Paul but then like once you got to St. Paul like St. Paul was the tinier of the two campuses but U of M was huge just huge it was just a different like experience of you know, coming from a smaller campus where TSU, you know, you just, you can kind of get everywhere. Or U of M, you had long stretches of like classrooms, like bridges, things to get over to get to like different classrooms, you know, different campuses of it. And then once you got there, it was like even more. It's like, I didn't even know this existed here. I mean, you could get to the campus underground when it snowed. That's how big it was. But I'm grateful for both experiences. I got to experience a big campus and like I don't know if you'd call it a small campus, but I think with TSU, it was more like a community. So like not saying like everybody knew everybody, but like you could get around and knowing people and felt better 
you know, you could go to the cafeteria. You talk about here, and I'm like, oh, let's go to the cafeteria. There was none of that at the U of M. Interesting. All right. So I have some random as college stories. These are just stories shared by random people on the Internet. Ones that I found that were interesting. So in my little research, a lot of fucking stories that were shared involved poop. And I just think it's so weird that so many of these stories, not the ones that I'm sharing, but so many of the stories that were shared on the Internet involve poop. Because when you think about it, the person in college is 18 early to early 20s. Why are these 18, 20 year old people like playing in poop so much? Why are there so many stories involving people like pooping on stuff and wiping it places or pooping in places that are not a toilet? Like what is going on? So here's the first story that I'm going to share. A student who did not live in my dorm jumped the security turnstile and climbed up on the roof of our 20-story resident hall. He then fell down an air shaft and got trapped inside at the 14th floor, where he remained for almost seven hours before someone heard him yelling the next morning. He had to be cut out. Seriously? <laughs> Seriously? Tell sign up people. There's a story that... Um, I heard it was like super similar to that. It was like this. Where did I hear it from? I remember. But basically, it was like this guy who had stolen something, and he was running away from the cops. And then he like jumped on top of this building. It was a store, and you know how in front of some stores they have like columns. He thought he was. He went into this opening. He thought he was going to escape. Well, the opening was an opening to a column and he got trapped in there and died and it wasn't until like customers were complaining of like a very foul smell Ew. at like the front of the store that they found out that the person had like died in the column disgusting so that's what that story reminded me of. i'm like this guy could have fucking he could have because you're trying to fucking be fucking funny or doing what do they do parkour parkour that's what he probably was doing I was like, you know. So, another random ass story. I was in study hall when a resident poked his head in to ask why it looks like Niagara Falls in the hallway. I rushed out to see the water gushing from the ceiling. When I went upstairs, I fell and slipped all the way down the hall on my ass like a slip and slide. <laughs> now soaked with toilet water, I discovered oh. that it was coming from the men's bathroom. Or if someone tried to flush a Subway sandwich. <laughs> Not a Subway sandwich, but I just throw it in the garbage. I don't know. Like, that sounds what? so disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I would prefer you to just, like, leave the shit on the counter. Like, you know right. what, like, trash, fine. Just leave it on the counter in the bathroom. Like, why do you need but to flush toilet? it? But the toilet? What even, like, went through that person's mind and be like, oh, it'll fit. And I wonder how many times, like, are they, like... Pushing it. Yeah, like trying to flush it. Like, oh, you got to go down. Like, let me shove this down there. Down the hole. (laughs) Okay, I want to say this. You have another one? Go ahead. Oh, I got to find it. I just lost it. Okay, so here's another one. So it says, my first year the following happened. I moved 600 miles away, got hit by a car, 
almost broke my glasses and hid in a lockdown all on welcome week. I met a friend who then died a month later, got chased by drug dealers, almost got hit and ran over several times, other times, had a nasty flu that took me out for a month. By the time I got better, the coronavirus sent everyone home. Despite all of this, my first semester, I made Dean's List, and I was close to doing the same my second semester. I have Asperger's. College is crazy. Honestly, that's great for them for making Dean's List with all that crazy shit going on, especially if they have Asperger's, because somebody who just doesn't have Asperger's, that's still a lot to deal with and be able to make Dean's List. Yeah. That's, that's a heck of a lot. I don't know if I could do that. That's After if I was chased by a drug dealer and then got hit and ran over, I'd be done. I'd be like, i tap out. I can't do it. I'll try <laughs> again next year. Up. Like, can't Come do it anymore. Like, mom, <laughs> I gotta go. This is too much. And your room, like, was it the roommate that died? No, a friend that died a month later. Like, that's like a lot of trauma. Like, how do you process that? And maybe right. they processed it in the books, but I could not have processed any of that. Mm-hmm. I don't get go either. No, I'd be like, especially if like that friend, like we were like getting close and all this stuff, I'd be like devastated. Sort of like, mm-mm. the biggest thing is the drug dealers getting chased and you, you knew you didn't have anything to do with it and then getting hit by a car and ran over. Plot twist, they're probably like at a Mormon college or some shit. Just like BYU. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. So, listen to this story. This is, I don't know why this story makes me think of like your roommate situation, although this did not happen to you, but I feel like your roommate at the HBCU would be capable of doing this. So, this says, my first couple months living as an international student in Ireland, I lost my keys to our student living apartment. My roommate was furious with me for losing them. And when I got annoyed with her for being so insensitive, I was forced to apologize to her because it was my fault that I lost them. And so 300 pounds later, which roughly is like $300 in American money. Oh, I thought she lost 300 pounds. Isn't it like... No, no, like money was so it sounds like it costs like 300 pounds to change all the locks in the apartment because they lost the key um then this girl had a total emotional meltdown and uh she was told not to do it again or she would be kicked out the program and forced to move back to the united states three years after this happened three years this person found out that their roommate through the keys into a canal nearby. So this girl did not lose her keys. Her roommate that was going off on her for losing the keys took her fucking keys and threw them away. Oh no. And she and she didn't know three three years later and had to pay fucking three hundred pounds to get all the fucking luck changed. Oh no. That's so fucking me back. I don't care how many Maybe if it was like 20 years, sure. But three years later, oh, you paying me back. I mean, I, I don't know how long this program is, but at three years, like, she could, like, potentially still be living in that same area. Maybe the roommate, old roommate still living in that same area. Like, y'all might still be living close enough that y'all can fucking meet up and 
fight it out. Oh, yeah. Or just pay her the money back. And then maybe get one good look in. What? So, okay, this is the last one. Okay. <laughs> I have more, but this one is... This is... I don't know. I feel like you need to hear this one. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, my friend was an RA. They were on duty when... They got hit with the most ridiculous, nauseating stink, a quote, make your eyes water type of smell. He investigated and found a tall, reusable water bottle filled with vomit. He tried to dispose of it with rubber gloves and a trash bag, but it spilled. It was then that he realized that it wasn't vomit at all. It was diarrhea. Still warm. He carried that warm shit bottle. (laughs) down eight flights of stairs to the dumpster and hurled it into the farthest one possible. How do you, like... I don't even have words. Like, How do you diarrhea, like, in In a bottle? Yeah. And make sure you don't, like, get it anywhere. Maybe they did get it someplace and then they, like, sealed the bottle and then just, like, rinsed out that of the bottle off and then just... But was it a slow stream diarrhea? Did it like? It wasn't a shark because a shark would be fucking everywhere. But the fact, did he open it to smell it? It says that he was trying to use, which I don't understand how it spilled, but he was trying to use gloves so no and a cover. trash bag to dispose of it. Like literally, like just wrap it up in the bag. Right. Unless they but have like those holy grocery bags. I don't know. Like, I just want to know, like... The fact that the you went down eight flights of stairs, I'd have dumped that in somebody else's garbage can in the bathroom and called it a day. As soon as it spilled and it, like, I noticed it was still warm, I would have just left it there. And, like, I'm sure there's, like, a janitor, right? Call the fucking janitor. Is that right? Yeah, there's, like, housekeepers. I mean, there's someone who cleans the bathrooms or something. That's fucking gross. That's disgusting. I'd chuck that shit out the window. <laughs> no, I'm done. That's... I can't do vomit. So if I thought that vomit, I probably would have been like gagging. And the fact that it was diarrhea in a bottle. Mm-hmm. So then that means if it like if you could smell it down the hall and it was already that bad of a smell, like when it came out of the bottle, just imagine oh how my God. much more potent it was. <sighs> Disgusting. So gross. That's just is that really how we're gonna end it? I think that's how we should end it. Diarrhea in a bottle. Why does that make me think of genie in a bottle? Mm-mm. I don't Diarrhea know. in a bottle, baby. Come, well, he, he come, could ship that two cup. That, that bottle, he could ship it to the two girls in a cup. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and that is going to be it. That the tangent on our friendship along with some crazy college stories as always thank you for listening and supporting don't forget to subscribe or review and rate us (laughs) until the next time tangent sisters (laughs) bye bye